Welcome to Strategic Real Estate Coach Radio, hosted by Josh Cantwell and Kyle Gariffo. Strategic Real Estate Coach is where the nation's leading real estate investors, brokers, and agents turn to transform the way the real estate business is being done in neighborhoods across the nation. If you desire to make more money, do more deals, grow your passive income, and build the lifestyle you've always wanted, you need Strategic Real Estate Coach. This powerhouse team is led by Josh Cantwell, a seasoned investor with nearly a decade of experience over 700 transactions and over 5.5 million in fundraising generated for himself and his partners. Now, sit back, listen, learn and accelerate your business with Strategic Real Estate Coach Radio. Hello everybody and welcome to Strategic Real Estate Coach Radio podcast. My name is Kyle Gariffo. I am the head coach here at Strategic Radio Strategic Real Estate Coach on Radio Coach Real Estate Coach, although I'd like to be a radio coach too. Hopefully, uh, I've been told I, I, I have the uh, face for radio, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, welcome. Thanks for coming back, everybody. Thanks for listening to our podcast. I really appreciate it. Our numbers have been definitely going up every single week. You guys are, are tuning in. We've got new podcasts coming in every single Wednesday. So thank you for coming back and listening. If you're new, sit back, enjoy, listen, ask questions, sort of. You won't be able to, but that's fine. So if you have any topics you ever want to discuss, shoot us a a call or email us uh, at Strategic Real Estate Coach. I'd be happy to discuss anything you want to talk about or you got a guess, anything like that. I'd be happy to have them on board if it's related to real estate or not related to real estate. Who knows? But uh, I'm super excited today to, to interview a good friend of mine, a guy I've known now for a little bit of time, had a, had a chance to meet him. He interviewed for our Maverick Mastermind uh, group, and he's now uh, a member of our Maverick Mastermind, which is our highest and elite coaching program that we possibly have. Mr. Michael Johnson is on the phone. Michael, you there? I am here, Kyle. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. we got some beautiful uh, weather uh, down here in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, and I am soaking it all in as much as I can get of it. Well, we're finally getting some weather here in Chicago, which is good. So it, it uh, I think last week went from snow one day to about 75 the next. So that's what we, uh, we certainly get here. But that's, that's what you pay for living in this uh, Chicago market. But uh, a little info about Michael, and I'll let him tell you, obviously, his story. But he just kindly reminded me that he's still working his full-time job. So other than being a kick-ass investor, which is what he is, he still works a full-time job, which is mind-boggling to me how he does it and how he, how he you know, juggles his time and, and, and spends time with his family and still has time for, for all that he's doing. I'll let him tell you everything that he's doing. But, uh, yeah, he's still working full-time, so we've got to talk a little quieter here, you know, so hopefully nobody's going to work on the podcast, podcast either. But, um, you know, not only is, is he a Maverick Mastermind member, like I talked about, Michael also won our Investor of the Year Award back in, what was that, March or February? Uh, yep, end of February. End of February. End of February down in uh, or across the way for me in, in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, you know, just won himself a little trophy as well as a uh, Mercedes-Benz lease. So we were just talking about that, that he's driving around <laughs> in his new pimped-out Mercedes for winning Investor of the Year. So... How phenomenal is that? So I, I think I definitely want to hear a little bit about that car, being a car guy that I am. But So Maverick Mastermind guy and Investor of the Year, so this might be a guy you might want to pay attention to. He, he knows a little bit about, about what he's doing in his very short time of doing it. So uh, just a fascinating, compelling story that, that I was able to hear from the very beginning, and I've been fortunate enough now to hear his story on several occasions now. Um, it, 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 it certainly just it, it tugs at your heartstrings every time I hear it. And uh, Michael, honestly, when I when I first heard your story, I remember sitting there and, and you're you're going through that through that interview process in the the Maverick Mastermind, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, man, this guy's gonna make it. I just there's just <laughs> something about like what you were saying, and obviously you were you were just open up and just letting it all you know hang out and just saying, hey, this is who I am, and, and this is where I've been, and and but I just knew that that you were gonna be, be successful, and and regardless if you decide to join our Maverick Mastermind, which you know fortunately you did. I just thought to myself, this is a guy who who is going to be okay in life, and and clearly, you know, you're driving around like I said in your pimped up Mercedes, sitting on on twenty twos. You are all right. So, uh, well, thanks for coming on. I, I certainly do appreciate it. 
No doubt, man. Glad to be here, man. Always great that I can spend some time with you, man. No doubt about that. And actually looking for looking forward to uh end of June or whatever. I saw getting together. Yeah, again. yeah. We've we've got another Maverick Mastermind meeting coming up in, in Cleveland here in June. So uh mm-hmm. we are definitely looking forward. It's always a good time. So I'll stop talking. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, just kind of your, you know, you don't have to, you know, speak for, for a half hour by any means, but just tell us a little bit about your, your story and just kind of what makes you just such an interesting human. Well, I'll tell you, Kyle, it, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the way I am, I am wired. Um, I believe we all kind of know uh, personality types. We, you know, we live this life and we run into all types. We, we know people that are trustworthy. We know that people who, who uh, who have it and, and those who uh, believe they have it and, and, and talk a good game, but not often are they able to, you know, walk the walk. You know, I will, you know, just to kind of, you know, kind of bring everyone back so that they'll, they'll know for those who are maybe not as familiar with me. Uh, yeah, I was, in, I am from New Orleans, Louisiana, and yes, I was in New Orleans uh, at the time when Hurricane Katrina uh, hit, hit the city. And uh, yes, I did lose my home in the storm and uh, a lot of other things you know, that went along with it. Uh, we fled the city uh, and I found myself uh, at, in a hotel room uh, somewhere in Texas, Henderson, Texas, uh, staring at the TV. You know, for us, anybody who grows up in New Orleans know that, okay, well, will I evacuate? Won't I evacuate? Let's see. And so I say, okay, I'm going to leave this time. And, I'm, and the drill is you wait till you can, you know, go back home. Some people use it as a time to go visit with relatives and all that stuff, stay for a few days, and then they go back home. And we, we clean up and we put it all back together. And so I'm sitting in the hotel room looking at the TV kind of waiting to say okay when's it all gonna be over Katrina passes and then all of a sudden the levees break and we, I'm staring at my city my home and everything associated with it underwater and it was at that moment that it hit me and I realized that I've got no home to go back to everything that I own and have you know is there and it's all gone, you know, the material things, a lot of the memories, the pictures and things that we have, man, in our life is just all taken away, in, you know, in, in, a, in a moment, you know, within a matter of just an hour or so. Yeah. And so that is a whole lot to uh, emotionally deal with and, and recover from. And so all of a sudden I was cast into a different phase of trying to decide, you know, what is it that I was going to do? you know, to move forward for this. What is my plan? I mean, a lot of us have plans. Oh, here's my plan to do this. And if that doesn't work, here's my plan B. Man, that's a hell of a plan B or C you got to come up with to recover from something like that, you know? And, um, you know, so, you know, I I spent the the next number of months being away from home because there was no, we couldn't go back. And so I spent time in Lafayette, Louisiana. I spent time in, uh, in actually went all the way down to uh, Miami, Florida, because that year they had a, a few hurricanes. Uh, that that hit the Gulf Coast, and so uh, I became an insurance adjuster, uh, figuring that would be a way for me to kind of sneak back into my city. But New Orleans had filled up with adjusters by that time, and so I found myself going down to Florida. But eventually, in in '06, I I found my way back home, and um, you know I wasn't myself. I don't know if I share this with people, but you know I found myself sleeping till 11, 12 o'clock or, or so in the day. Not just because I was tired. I mean, it was like every day. And I'm like, okay, Mike, you're not you're not doing shit with your life. You're not you're not the person you were. And it, it, it dawned on me, holy shit, I think you may be depressed, you know. And I'm like, and then I and I kind of said, you know what, <laughs> this is not me. This is not gonna work. What are you gonna do? Not tomorrow, not next week. What are you gonna do today? You right. know, because this is this is not you. And right. so it was at that time that I decided that real estate was going to be, um, you know, my way to kind of get back. I clearly did a lot of damage real estate and, and stuff that has to be fixed in the city. And so I began studying and educating and, you know, because for, for sake of time, I'm not going to go through all the specifics of it all, but, you know, I learned some information. Uh, I did some real estate deals. I had some success. I did not get complete information. And so as a result of that, some of the early deals that I did, I kind of fell flat on my face and got knocked down again. And I'm like, oh, man. So I actually backed away from real estate for another couple of years, um, licking my wounds, and then it hit me that, Mike, you got part of the information. You got part of the story. You need to make certain that you're totally educated and do this the right way. 
you know. And so I sought out to go and get that information, and that's when I began enjoying some success. And so, you know, I found myself as, as, as enjoying what I would call moderate success as a real estate investor. But the one thing, Colin, you will appreciate this because I've listened to your story, and we all go through our growing uh, pains and, 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 and process as an investor. But here it is that I was doing deals, and I was, you know, making some money, and that was cool. But my business was running me, and I wasn't running my business. And so then when I came into the fold with Shrek, you know, that's when in speaking with you guys and some of the things that you were doing and putting in place and some of the things that Josh, you know, preaches and, 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 and puts in place and, hit, and has put in place in his own business, you know, the old pop out, popping out the top. You know where you know I begin delegating uh, responsibilities and duties and bringing people into my fold where you know I had to trust someone and I began building a team around me instead of being this one man game, this one man show. Because if anything ever happened to me, uh, if if I got sick or if I wanted to leave and go on vacation, that meant that everything was going to stop. And then I thought about it. I said, you know, that's not really a business. That's just one individual working really, really hard. You know, and, and so I didn't want to just do a deal. I didn't want to just be an investor doing a deal. I wanted to create a, a, a real estate investing business. And I feel that now after my first year with Shrek or whatever and being around like-minded, highly motivated individuals, I'm now putting that into practice and I'm very happy with the progress that's being made. Yeah, so so I mean I get I get you know like I, I I don't have the keys to my house I get locked out of my house and I panic you know I don't know what to do in life you you lose your entire house your belongings everything you own and you're like eh, I'm just gonna change my life around for the better I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> that's that, that just here's what I love what 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 you said it's like you made that choice in life to to change your life not next week not tomorrow. But what are you going to do that hour, right? What are you going to do right now to pick yourself up and say, "Hey, I got dealt a bad hand right now, but all I'm going to do is just is just make something out of out of this bad hand, right?" So how many yeah. people? How many people just say, "You know what? Tomorrow I'm going to start over. I'm going to start fresh," or you know what? Next week I'm going to get on that diet or whatever yeah. it may be. But you were like, "No, you know what? What am I doing right freaking now?" Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and what I find, Kyle, and you know that you just have to sometimes you have to challenge yourself. You know, like right. man, this this is not what I'm about. This this, this is right. this is not going to work. Do I want to be that guy? You know, what guy do you want to be? Right? I mean, when you look in the mirror and, and and that reflection coming back at you, and I mean, look, we can always we 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 can you know talk a game. We can tell somebody else. Uh, you know, any, anything that we can get them to believe or whatever. But, you know, when we're, you know, there's a time and point in time where we have to say, listen, I'm going to be honest with no one else. I have to be honest with myself. And, yeah. and I, I've never been afraid to take an honest inventory of who I am. What am I doing right? What are my strengths? But more importantly, what are my weaknesses? What are my flaws? I don't surround myself around people who's going to blow you know what up my you know what. Okay, I am looking for people who are doing bigger and better things to me, people who are going to make me better, people that are going to make me want to reach higher to get to that level. When you surround yourself around people just singing your praises and, and kind of, you know, uh, you know, having the arms like they're worshiping you, whatever, like, that doesn't necessarily make you better. I mean, stroking my ego and all that stuff, that, that's cool. We all like to be complimented or, or praised for or congratulated for something that we may do. But, you know, I, I want to know what it is I'm not doing right because it's the only way that I'm going to get better. And unless you are working, to get better each and every day, then then what the hell are you doing? I mean, right. is there ever a time that you think you're going to get to the point and say, hey, you know what, man, I've made it. This is it. I'm, you know, if if, if at forty something years old, I feel as though that's it. I'm the best uh, Mike I can be. Then what the hell am I going to do for the other half of my life? You know, so we got to be working on something. It's what makes makes us get up in the morning. It's what makes us feel worthwhile and, and keep keeps you going or whatever, you know. And and for me, you know, as I learned this, it's also a part of giving back. I mean, my God, you do it all the time, man, when, with your students and the time that you spend educating them and, and making a difference. Somebody who maybe you encountered the first time and hadn't done the deal and all of a sudden you get that call, you get notification that, man, they did the first deal. You know, how does that make you feel? And yeah. so for me, I look also at, I feel as though, look, I mean, and, and, and money comes and goes. You know, I, I may make money, but money doesn't make me. 
All right, and there's a difference because it could all be gone tomorrow, brother. A lot ten years ago, ten, eleven years ago, and you know what? I feel as though you know because people respect me, because people are willing to you know follow me, and and, and because they believe in me, I can always get that back. Because as long as I have health, as long as I have knowledge in my head, and 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 a, and a winning, ambitious spirit, I can always get that back. You know, and uh, so what I'm more concerned about uh, as I go through this journey is being able to give back and, and as, I, as it relates to children, my kids. My kids are now, you know, college age, and I'm trying to educate them or whatever. I don't want to just, um, you, know, uh, you know, feed them a meal. You know, the old saying, you've heard it before. You know, you, you, know you, you give a person a fish, you feed them for a day. You teach a person a fish, you know, they'll, they'll eat for a lifetime. You know, so I want to be able to teach my family, my kids or whatever, you know, how to succeed and, and, and maybe use real estate as, as a vehicle or what have you because I'm trying to, you know, a personal goal for me is to, to try and achieve generational wealth. Yep. You know, I, I didn't come from anything, man. I'm going to tell you, I, you know, I, I come from no special background. Nothing was given to me. And, and, you know, the only thing I was given in life was a belief that you can do any damn thing you choose if you if you put your mind to it. And, and, and I told people, I've jokingly said it, I said, you know what, my parents made me believe I could do anything I wanted to in my life, and I was stupid enough to believe them. I still believe them, you know. And uh, it's, it's, it's that belief. It's that belief in self. You know that 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 makes me go. You know, I believe. Don't tell me I'm not going to do it because I'm going to make you out of a damn liar. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I, I love that you said that. Uh, you know, I, I personally thought I made it in life, and I realized that I never I never won a Mercedes, so I haven't gotten anywhere in life. Because I, <laughs> I have not made it in life like you, so I'm going to work harder to do what I need to do. So, you know, I I got to see a picture of you you definitely in the Mercedes, but. Hey, talk to me a little bit about before Katrina, before all that. Kind of what was life life like before that? What did you do? What what were you working on? I know you maybe dabbled a little bit in real estate, but what was life, you know, just kind of before, you know, everything got taken away from you? Sure, sure. Well, you know, my whole uh, for people who don't know, I mean, you you touched on it. I I, I still work a full time job, but you know, in addition to my my real estate business, and it's crazy because I I you know I I'm just for personal reasons I want to have all the security and everything in the world of, of having X amount of dollars on the side and X amount of, you know, uh, uh, passive income or money being generated from my real estate portfolio. It's just certain things that I've set for myself. I probably could walk away from it now, but again, I'm a person who's going to make certain all bases of covers because I know what can happen because I've lived through it. And so I'm just a, a bit more cautious and conservative than the average, but that, you know, that won't ever backfire because I'm still very aggressive in my business. But with that being stated, uh, my education, I'm a physical therapist uh, and I work as a director of a rehab program right now uh, at a skilled nursing uh, facility uh, here in the New Orleans area. And so at the time when Katrina happened, um, I was director of a program in New Orleans um, and um, you know, essentially uh, I, I was working that job and, and I had a couple of real estate uh, properties at the time. You know, and so it was always an interest of mine, but I wasn't really doing it actively at that time, you know, and then, um, you know, but I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit uh, because even when I was a physical therapist, I had gone into private practice and I built a business uh, that practice and I sold it. I started an athletic club um, and, and I sold that business as well. As a side note, Kyle, you probably didn't even know, know this about me, but I used to be a competitive bodybuilder and in 2002, I won Mr. Louisiana, man, all natural, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I, was, I, won, dude. I won Mr. Illinois. Yeah, that, this is so awesome. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna show you. Look, I'm gonna have to show you the. Uh, in fact, I tell you what, I went to Chicago and got my 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 ass kicked because you know. Anyway, that was, was me. That was me. Yeah, that was me. It might have been Kyle. It might have been. Dude. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to show you my pictures, dude. I was joked or whatever. I mean, I compete as a light heavy. Uh, but anyway, look, look. We'll I'm not gonna show you any pictures of me. You don't want to see any of those, believe me. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, but I, but I tell you, though, look, we'll probably finish that that, that side conversation right. because because right, 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 right. once you lifted and competed, you know that's a whole nother conversation and, and dimension or whatever, you know. But 
I've had all those different facets to me, and you'll know, as and you know, just since I touched on the whole bodybuilding thing, is that you know you have to be steady. It's about diet. It's about discipline. It's about you know you have to, and, and it's not just you know one good week of working out or, or one good week of, of eating. You're talking about dieting for 16, 20 weeks. You know, as much to you know to be in that type of ridiculous shape and form. And so you know the, the that competitive nature and spirit, it 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 lives in me or whatever. You know, and so. You know, uh, you know, and being a physical therapist, whatever, I wanted to be the best therapist I could be. You know, and being whatever I did in life, I wanted to be the best I could be. And so I would say that, you know, anyone, you know, doing this, you do it with the right work ethic. You know, and they're not just saying, "Oh, I'm working hard," because a lot of people do work hard and everything. You have to apply, you know, a certain amount of learned knowledge. There has to be an an, an, an intellectual approach to this, a strategy, if you will, because I see a lot of people working hard, and I'm like. You know, but but they're not applying the the working smart you know element to it. You know what I've done with my real estate business, Kyle, because I know that you know people. There's a lot of different strategies that we talk about in our Maverick Masterminds that that are quite effective. You know, um, for me and what I'm doing, and for those who don't know, I, I've I've branched off into doing a lot of new construction, but it wasn't always like that for me. I I was getting the ugly, damaged homes. Uh, typically from Hurricane Katrina, gutted homes, ones that were on its last leg, and just rebuilding the whole thing, all new wire and all new plumbing, all new everything. So I did that, and I dumped them into or kept them into my, my portfolio because my goal was to build enough passive income to replace my W-2 income is what my initial goal was. And then when I kind of got with you guys and everything, I kind of got that bug and said, you know what, I need to be generating more active income right now so I can build this cash basis because I've got this steady you know, money flowing in each month, but I kind of need to make that 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 bank account a bit more robust, you know, a bit more impressive, you know, from from doing some active sales. And so that's what I've done over the past year. And I was able to do that by surrounding myself, you know, with um, project managers, real estate agents, and the way in which I get a number of my properties, uh, I by leveraging relationships. I've always been a people person. People tend to like me because I'm a good dude. Okay, and you know, the wholesalers bring a number of deals to me. And rather than fighting everybody for the houses and maybe overbidding on some of that, when everybody went left, I went right. I saw a whole bunch of vacant lots sitting there. I ran the numbers, and the numbers worked. And so all I had to then do is just turn a number of them and just say, okay, and so if I can do, you know, 15 or 20 of these deals a year, here's what it'll add up to be, and I'll, I'll live okay. If I can do that, and so right now um, I'm basically on pace and should be doing right around 20 deals uh, this year. And I have meetings with my realtor, who is also a real you know, an investor as well. She's actually the president of our local real estate investing group. So she, you know, I, I take her networking uh, uh, accomplishments and I leverage her uh, relationships, and they become mine. Uh, I create new relationships each and every month or whatever, and and I leverage those relationships. So I tend to leverage relationships, whether that is in the banking world, whether that is in the private lending world, whether that is in the bring me any deal you have world. I leverage relationships and I leverage whatever resources I can and, and make them advantage Mike. Are you struggling to find great real estate deals to flip, rehab, buy and hold or wholesale? End the frustration today and get 55 simple and proven strategies that find smoking hot deals in your market absolutely free. Go to 55simpleways.com slash podcast right now. That's 55simpleways.com slash podcast. Well, this is, this is a people business. I've said it all along and I think the people that are most successful in this business are just that, the ones who create those relationships. It's not always about the dollar. It's about how can I benefit you? How can, how can we benefit each other's business? Sure. I think those are the people that are, that are the most successful in this business. So, hey, you talked a little bit about you know, joining the Maverick Mastermind and being part of Strategic Real Estate Coach. Was there anything in particular or you know, what, what, what have we done for you? Um, you know, obviously you won Invest of the Year, so clearly I think we're doing something right. And we, we definitely deserve to take a little bit of the credit. Obviously most sure. of it's going to go to you because you're the one who's taken action. But what have we done and what, what, what has Strategic Real Estate done to, you know, help propel you forward? 
Well, I'm going to tell you, what, what I know uh, and, and I, I agree with is this, is that <clears throat> you can be the most motivated person in the world, but we can all become trapped in our way of thinking. We, I mean, we can't help, we're all human, right? And so we're kind of wired a certain way. We tend to think a certain way. And sometimes it takes an outside entity, an influence, if you will, to spark a different line of thought. And so what I have noticed is that whenever, and it's not been one time, there's not one time I've ever gotten together for our masterminds and our groups and our meetings, man, aside from, you know, sharing some 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 fellowship and some, some you know, just some good times and being with, with people that you enjoy being with, that's important. But there's not a time that we have not, that, that there's not been some type of additional thought uh, stimulated, you know, when, when I come and I sit down. Because a lot of times, think about it, we're moving so, our days move so fast. We're always right. working on something or whatever that sometimes there's really not that downtime to really sit and think about, you know, things out, a little bit more outside of the box. And and some of the things that Josh has done when we when we get together, um, you know, is, 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 is challenge us to kind of focus on those things that, that may not even be so much real estate related, but almost even if it's not even refocusing the way in which you think. When we sat and went through some of those exercises at the last mastermind and, and how do I structure my day? How is my week broken up so that I'm not just doing a little bit of everything every day, but on a certain day or certain days of the week, Here's what I'm working on and focusing on, and I'm knocking it out. Uh, I'm eating that frog, right? I'm, I'm, I'm taking on that nastiest, ugliest task, the one that always seems to get pushed to the back, and I'm knocking you out. I'm getting rid of you, and then all the other stuff that we tend to do first, I've shifted that to the back half of my days, and you know, I, I know on these days, here's what I'm working on, and on the other days, here's where I, I you know, those buffers, right? I'm, I'm going to clean this up. I'm going to do the cleanup work stuff that's necessary. And, and so those types of things, you know, just stimulating um, different uh, investment strategies, um, structuring myself for like for all the wonderful things that Mike, you know, that I may be or, or not or whatever like that, you know, I will say, you know, that structure and organization has never been, you know, the, the, the top uh, talent or, 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 you know, quality of mine. And so that's one of the things that I spend more time on being structured organized and what the, the other thing that I find is that when we sit here and we talk about what it is that we're going to go and do when we get back together that to me it's that certain degree of accountability because when you don't have anyone to hold you accountable I mean Kyle you're, you're the chief guy you know in, in, in your company and your team whatever Josh is as well I am in mine Chris and all the other guys that you know that, that, that you know we you know are, are mainstays in, in our group or whatever but it's still a certain amount of accountability that we have to one another you know when we say hey man hey you said you was going to do that what, what, what's, what's up you know that kind of thing so, um, you know, I think that that's the thing that, um, you know, the, the accountability, you know, is, is a big thing. And, um, you know, we, we know that that's coming around the pike or whatever. So stim thought of stimulate, you know, stimulation of thought and new ideas, um, you know, refocusing on things that I wouldn't even consider. And then that degree of accountability. I just really think that it's important and it's made a difference for me. Yeah, I'm not going to show up to a mastermind meeting not having accomplished anything in the last quarter, that's for sure, because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Absolutely. Loser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it can get ugly. I mean, we, we definitely don't hold back by any means, and, and you know, people don't don't pay the kind of money and invest in their in their business and themselves to have somebody, you know, give them all fluff and, and everything else. So I, I certainly agree with you there that if you're not if you're not producing and doing what you you know what we expect of, of you in this group, you're definitely going to hear about it. So, whew, yeah, you're right about that. So, no, very well said, very well said. Hey, so tell us a little bit about your numbers. I know you said I, I I'm always intrigued by you doing sort of the brand new construction and and right. I love how you were kind of looking at vacant lots and be like, what the hell is everybody looking at these you know houses that they're trying to fix when there's vacant lots and houses that can be ripped down and you know you might as well start from there so sure, tell us sure. about you know how you want to invest your and, and the numbers and if you want to talk dollars you're more than welcome to talk dollars if you don't you want to just talk houses you can talk houses but uh, you know there was some you were going against some 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 pretty stiff competition there's no doubt about that with, with Mike and 
and Darren and Kate and everybody else, and, and you certainly came out of top, and, and deservedly so. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, how'd you win? Well, I'll tell you, it was, um, you know, well, like anything else, I'll go back to that competitive spirit. Uh, you know, I like, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know what? You, you know that there's competition or whatever, and, and, and I said, man, you know what, I just, you know what, I'm going to just push it, I'm going to do what I can, and, and you know, I'm going to set some goals for me that, you know, we're just going to see where, where it all kind of falls or whatever. So, you know, for me, I, I believe I had, uh, I completed two, um, two uh, uh, buy, hold, or income properties at the time. One was a very nice property that was a, a, a threeplex where the the equity that I that I left in it I didn't sell it but but when it was all set said and done after a development it was somewhere right around ninety five or a thousand or so that was generated from that my other uh, uh, income property that I held on to uh, but from an equity position uh, came in somewhere right around close to fifty if I'm not mistaken and then uh, at that point. I had developed another one, two, three, four, five, uh, six uh, that that had already sold with another two under contract, and uh, and three more that had actually been completed as far as you know completed just finishing in in construction. But as far as the numbers and everything, I think when it was all said and done, between the amount of money made um, with the income. Uh, from the properties between the equity uh, position in the properties and then the actual money generated uh, from the sales uh, or the ones that were under contract and in, in, in escrow, uh, it topped it topped the five hundred thousand dollar mark. I can't remember exactly what, what that figure was, but it topped you know five hundred thousand and all of that all of that occurred in, in technically in, in even less than a year, probably more like nine months. Um, and and uh, let me tell you, it uh, you know it I, I had I did, hadn't even taken time to even look at the numbers, and when I was putting everything together for 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 Josh and and, and the whole organization to take a look at, I was like, wow, you know, I, I didn't you That's know, good. yeah, I, I didn't realize because you know, here's the other thing too, we all have different. Um, you know, uh, strategy and how we fund our deals and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and so for me, um, I've used banks money, I've used private lenders, and I also have used a, a good deal of my money, you know. And um, so what I'm doing now, you know, uh, so those were the numbers kind of at the time of, you know, that they were looking at when we went through the, the whole uh, uh, competition. I think that Darren and Kate, man, they, they were right there with me, though. They were like 400-something thousand, so it's not like, <laughs> I mean, you know, it wasn't like Mike ran away with it or anything. I mean, they, those guys are strong, and they are incredible with the things that they're doing in Ohio, man. I look at the the, 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 the finished product of, of, of their, their projects, and I'm like, holy crap. I mean, they're, 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 they're real deal, you know? Yeah, well, um, I, I had Darren you know, and Kate on about uh, eight weeks ago as well, too, so maybe six weeks ago, so that was a definitely yeah. good interview, but... I, I, I think you guys should be taking us out for dinner, though. I mean, pulling <laughs> down 500 Gs in nine months, and yet we're the ones getting you the Mercedes. I think it needs to be like you've got to be like Oprah handing everybody else the Mercedes. You know what I'm saying? Give <laughs> away that car or whatever, you know? Yeah, but, you get a car. You get a car. That, that, that should be you right now with uh, with the well, amount of work, and and you're still working a full time job, right? Let's. I'm still let's working a full a full time job, and here and so here's where I am, okay? Because you know, okay, do we sit and rest on our laurels? Do we, you know, do we keep pushing and all that kind of stuff? So, you know, uh, actually, strangely enough, when when you called, I literally just sat down in a seat because I skipped out to go meet with my architect and and review designs uh, and plans on uh, the next five homes that are going to be uh, coming up. I met uh, a week or so before that with my realtor and we sat and laid out a marketing plan, projected price per square foot on what these homes will go for. She is out marketing my homes, my models, having meetings with people on homes that have yet to be built. But she has floor plans. She has the idea you can select your floor type from these. You can select your granites, your, your cabinet colors. You can pick your colors. And so we're marketing in a way before the house is even built just off of the seven models that I have right now. So right
right now, I'll let people know, okay, what's the update since um, the end of February? Um, some people realize I did a post on Facebook maybe about a, a week or two ago um, that I was going to be going to the closing table five times in the month of May. And so technically, I closed on one uh, last week or whatever. So that was one. I'll be closing on my next three. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, and then um, I have one that'll you know you know come on in right in the last week of May. It might cross over into the first week of June, but essentially, um, you know, I'll be bringing in from those the sales of those homes. Now, this is and, and you 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 know what I'm saying, but I want to just be transparent with everyone. You know, I will be depositing in my bank account over a half a million dollars, but of that money. Um, probably about two ten, uh, give or take, uh, will be uh, money that is actually mine, actual profit. You know, because because a lot of it was you know my money in the deals, and so I was paying a lot of my money back to myself and resources right. and and things that I had out there. So you know, kind of getting everything paid, including myself. Uh, you know, another two hundred or so thousand, you know, comes back to the uh, to the kitty. And then, you know, with that being stated, the I've outlined um, to begin another five projects in the month of June. I have another three lots that will begin probably maybe between uh, July to uh, July to August, just depending on where I am with the other five that I begin. But I ran the I ran the numbers on the next eight projects that will be coming up between June and July or so that I'll be beginning and. My estimated uh, profit per deal should come in right around forty-two thousand uh, dollars. If I get some bad twists and turns in there, you know, I'll, I'll you know, even do the plus-minus, it, it could be as low as maybe thirty-eight. But you know what? Thirty-eight, thirty-eight, forty-two, eight projects in the next, uh, I don't know, say five months or so. Uh, I'll be, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. So, uh, and, and and with all that being stated, I'm still out uh, shaking hands and trying to uh, get more wholesalers and other people to bring me their lots or whatever. Because as these develop, I gotta replenish just the, the the stock, you know. So. And let me and let me kindly remind people for the ninth time that this is all while working a full time job. So there really is no excuses. Like, oh, I work till four o'clock in the afternoon. How do you expect me to do this? So, but what people don't realize that in, in Mike's day, Mike's actually have 28 hours in his day, not 24. So that's that's right. That's right. Four hours in his day, so that does give him a, a huge advantage over you and I. But I just want to make that known so people don't, you know, get get too concerned. So anyway, hey, any 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 um. You know, bad decision making, bad skill, anything that you did, like ah, oh, I might have not have done that, or anything just in general that you've kind of learned from. Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. There's, <laughs> there's oh, you're no, saying, no, nothing. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm the total exception, Kyle. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, uh, there, there's no doubt. I've, uh, I've made some, some, some rough decisions. I would say, um, for, for me, um. If you're that person that is um, maybe uh, doing a lot of the the, the income, because I, I cut my teeth with uh, generating a portfolio of income properties, uh, I would say that I in the beginning I didn't do the now all my properties were virtually new, so as far as maintenance and all that kind of stuff, I didn't get very many of those calls. But as far as um, the way in which I would maybe manage my properties, as far as my systems for rent collections and you know uh, who was going to be the one to designate or respond to my tenants and all that stuff, again, everything was coming back at me. So one of the other things that I've done, you know, since um, since since our last time together in Vegas, is I brought in the software uh, in, into my um, into my my, uh, my my program, my company, you know, that allows for online payments and uh, maintenance requests to be submitted online. I have people, person now that's actually taking my calls for me and 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 more responsive. So I've improved my customer service, my you know response time and everything for my tenants because I'm a real busy guy and obviously you know it may take a while sometimes for me to call back and that's not right. That's not what that should be like. I mean, if I'm a tenant, I want the, the very best experience. I was looking to improve that tenant experience. And so I made some changes and modifications there because I identified that as a weakness within my company is something that I'd, that could be easily corrected by just spending a little bit more money and a little bit more attention to putting uh, some measure or some individual in place. So I did that. Other than that, I mean, yeah, I've made some um, 
I had made some, uh, like I said, more recently, not as many bad decisions. But man, look, I, I will say this. When I select properties, um, I always go in where three exit strategies will work for me. You know, and that's something I don't really talk about with people, but I do. For me, I have found that when I uh, have a, a, your typical starter home, one that is kind of like $200,000, you know, or so, um, it's typically, there's a note um, that for what I, what I have into it, that if it doesn't, of course, if I want to sell it, if it doesn't sell, you know, I mean, I, I can either make money off of the sale, right? I can go it on and um, I can do something creative in the form of a lease uh, option, you know, or something like that. Was cool. I'll go on and recoup some of my money. Typically, getting you know somewhere right around five percent, you know, is is what I would want of a read upon uh, purchase price. And then we'll talk about what that rent is, giving them a little bit of credit on you know towards purchase if they execute it within you know a certain period of time. And then also if it's just if 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 the whole you know everything fell out on it. I got to be able to make at least cash flow something on a rental uh, because when I made the when I when I got knocked down on my on my my ass after Hurricane Katrina again from some real estate mistakes, it was because I went in with one exit strategy. I was like, oh, I'm gonna make all this money off the rental, and then all of a sudden the rental market changed. Uh, I didn't have enough money to go fix the property up. I couldn't get it rented again. And oh boy, I was in trouble having to sell a property for a loss and all that stuff. So I made some real bad deals uh, in the beginning when I was still learning. And then once I began to say, you know what, don't ever go in with just one option like anything else in life. The more options you create for yourself in life, typically the better off you're going to be. I mean, who wants to say you're going to eat this and you're going to like it? And you're like, but I don't like it. You know, but if guess what? If you have no other option, you're going to eat it. You know, and yep. so, um, you know, uh, I, I, somebody told me, <laughs> somebody also told me a joke or whatever. We, we we know that, you know, the key, you know, as far as real estate is, is trying to have access to money. It's not like you got to be having dollar bills falling out your pocket or whatever, but, uh, you know, but, but definitely, you know, having access to money, you know, really helps. Uh, and Josh has clearly, clearly uh, provided, a, a, you know, a, a way f uh, for any number of the students, you know, in that regard, you know, but, but the joke was when I was watching it was, uh, you know what, man, life is like eating a shit sandwich. The more bread, the more bread you got, the less shit you got to eat. So, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know? Like, I'm writing that down. That's deep. Get that on a t-shirt. That's right, man. That is right. You know. So, and it's true, man. So, all I'm saying is this: is that when you go into a real estate deal, go in trying to create as many exit strategies and options as you can. Don't just say this is the one that's going to work. So that when your lender asks you, well, what if it doesn't work? Uh, it's going to work. No, you know, you you have to be able to intelligently answer. If this doesn't happen, I'll, this is my my backup plan. And if this doesn't happen because of the numbers, we'll make it work this way. Not a problem. You're going to get that money now. So, and, and what's more, you'll keep yourself out of trouble. And I had to learn that the hard way. Look, I, I'll be the first to tell people, you know, that, look, I consider myself a, a pretty sharp guy or whatever. I, I don't think I'm a dummy or whatever, you know, but, but the whole thing is this, is that I don't also think that I'm the smartest thing walking on two legs. I have learned from my mistakes. I have been knocked down. I've tasted blood, and I don't like what blood tastes like, and I don't like you know being knocked on on my my ass or whatever. So I make better decisions. It's no crime in making a mistake. I think the problem is when you do the same mistake or make the same mistake over and over. That's when it gets to be ridiculous, and somebody has to tell you, "Come on, man, what are you gonna learn?" What the hell are you doing, right? What the hell? What the hell are you doing? You know, and and honestly, uh, you know as well as I and everything, man. Sometimes things have gotten a little rougher than Maverick Masterminds, or whatever like that. And 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 you know, we've we've not been afraid to challenge one another at times. And say, come on, man, what are you doing? And, you know, because sometimes it 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 takes that something to kind of snap you into reality and say, man, are you going to do this? Or are you going to keep doing the same old stuff, expecting uh, a different result? By definition, we learn that that's insanity. You know, yeah, so. Exactly. You know, so. All right. Well, hey, finally, look, kind of, kind of wrapping up with there. But any sort of uh, last-minute tips? I know you're just kind of giving away some good ones. But if if I'm new into the business and I'm just kind of starting out, and we've we've kind of had a whole conversation today about mm -hmm. just getting off your butt and doing it. But anything specific for me, what I can do if I'm new to this business, trying to trying to get into it, what would you suggest for me? Uh, I, I believe that just getting going, it's very important to get out there and just 
really create a number of relationships uh, and, and get out there and meet people. Find out who's really doing things in your area or the areas that you're wanting to operate in. Um, find out who the contenders are versus who the pretenders are. The ones that who are successful and really doing good things, you know what, man? Spend a little bit of money. Take them to lunch. You know, their time is worth something. Would it be? Would you spend? Would you spend? You know, thirty bucks on a, on a lunch with someone who could give you just enough knowledge to maybe get through your first deal, even if it's a wholesale deal and you get an angle on a property, you win it and you and you flip it and, and you come away with five grand or whatever. Would you spend thirty dollars to make five grand? Or would well, you? I require. I, if it's only takes me. <laughs> I require steak though, so I'm a lot. That's right. You know, I tell you what, look, I, look, the brother, I, I drop a bill on you to go on and uh, you know go on and give, give me a couple of meals out of it, you know. So, but but you get and you speak with those people, man. Sit and and establish those relationships because you know what, right. if, if you have that right look in your eye, if you feel as though you, if if they look at you as being serious, uh, as someone who's you know what that. They got that look. They got that. They're hungry. They're, you know, they, they're, 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 they're educating themselves. You know what? They may be willing to take a chance on you. For me, I'm gonna tell you, my first private lender, Kyle, I chased that son of a gun for about three, four months. He wouldn't return my phone calls. He emails. I thought I had the wrong email address. And one day, I brought him this little polished up, printed up little packet and and pictures of stuff I had done on homes and things I was doing. And at that time, I think I had only maybe gotten three projects done, but all the numbers were right. I had a write-up on myself and, you know, just all that. And I said, man, I said, and that's what I did. I said, can we just go to lunch? I said, and just, I want to tell you more about me. And he agreed to go to lunch with me. And after just sitting with me for about 30 minutes, he said, you know what? You're in. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a shot. And this gentleman to date right now at any given point in time has had anywhere from uh, at one point in time, probably had about you know, three quarters of a million dollars invested with me at any given point in time. And if he's got the money, he's going to give it to me. It's as simple as that. He, you know, and, and, and because I've earned that right, you know, yeah, and yeah. so some of, sometimes you only need a chance, uh, but you have to go and you have to be told no. You sit and you, you meet all the different people and you learn from them. So you learn, you read, and you educate yourself, but sit there and meet people, whatever, network, and then once you're in the fold, you'll be surprised how things just, all of a sudden, you seem as though, wow, I just happen to be in the right place at the right time. And it's all, as far as I'm concerned, you know, that, that's like the same thing as luck. You know, uh, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. So take the time to prepare yourself. Prepare yourself by getting with the right people, you know, and then the opportunity will come. And then all of a sudden, you know, they say, oh, that lucky son of a gun. Hey, you call it what you want or whatever like that. You know, yeah, I, I do feel lucky. I do feel fortunate because I don't take anything for granted. But it ain't going to be because I haven't been working my tail off and it hasn't been because I haven't prepared myself properly. And it hasn't and it won't be, you know, because I haven't established a number of very solid and meaningful relationships along the way. So I would say take the time to create the relationships, you know, you know, make certain people know who you are and get to know who is relevant in your area. And if you do that and you work hard and smart, you know, good things are bound to happen. You just have to be patient enough and, and, and wait for it, you know, to come, come your way. Yeah, no, that's great advice. I mean, I think you've just, I don't know how long I've been on this call here, a little under an hour, but you just offered a wealth of knowledge to people you know, beginners and people with experience and just, I mean, just, again, that's why I wanted to have you on. It's such a fascinating story, not only just, uh, you know, from a real estate side of things, but just from a life side of things and how you sort of live your life and choose to live your life and choose to be successful and choose to get off your butt and do things and, yeah, and yeah. work a, a full-time job, even though you've got that extra four hours a day. But, um, you know, that it's, <laughs> it's awesome. That, that, that's phenomenal. So I, I definitely appreciate having you on today. Hey, any, any play, and if somebody wants to get in touch with you, can, is there a website they can go or if they've got a, hey, maybe they've got a, you know, they've got some empty land you want to build on. How can they get, get in touch with you? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I, um, my, my website is uh, www.r2hproperties.com. 
okay and that's uh, that's when I just kind of talks about some of the properties I have in my my portfolio who I am or you know kind of my background and, and you know basically our mission is and and what we do um, I'm also on on Facebook um, you know personally I don't really have there's some things I'm still trying to work into the fold as far as you know, a company page and and all that stuff I don't really have all that going yet but you know I'm out there on Facebook you know again New Orleans Michael Johnston with a T J O H N N S T O N, you know, and uh, you know, so it's, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not too difficult, you know, to find or whatever, you know, and I believe that, um, you know, I believe I do have uh, I can I have a lot to offer people, and you know, like I say I can speak from, you know, the successes. I can also speak from certain familiars or difficulties that 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 one may have to hurdle in, in life or whatever. And uh, look, we all have any number of problems and, and difficult things that we have to hurdle, man. And and all I'm saying is. Uh, it's all individual specific, but it's all it's mainly goes back to mentality. You know, if if you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you are right, my friend. And uh, I choose to believe that I can. And if for some reason something doesn't work out, say, I mean, a deal totally falls apart and, and just I'm like, whoa, I got taken to the cleans on that one. You know what? I am the ultimate optimist, Kyle, because I feel that even in that instance where some people say, damn, that was one hell of a setback, I'm going to turn around and tell you, you know what? A setback is nothing more than a setup for future success. Look, man, you 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 can't you can't keep me down. I ain't saying you can't knock me down, but you ain't gonna keep me down. And that's yeah. the difference, brother. That is the difference. Yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna argue that point with you, certainly. So, <laughs> and, and, uh, anybody wants to get in touch with you, you know, you you get to open up a little bit. It's not too challenging, obviously. <laughs> so I love it. So thanks thanks again for coming on board. I, I greatly appreciate. It. I, I will definitely see you in in a couple weeks in, uh, in about a month or so in Cleveland, right? So that'll be exciting. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I'm so I'm, I always look forward to it, man. And uh, you know, I know I know Josh and, and all that. He's gonna you know have something planned for us. We're all gonna have a good time, and yep. you know, like I said, we'll be able to update one another, and then we'll uh, I know we'll be we'll coming back together a few months later after that, and in, uh, in Dallas again, you in know. Yeah. You know, so, so anybody listening to it, whatever like that, uh, you know, I know not everybody will obviously be able to go to what we have going in uh, in Cleveland. But uh, if if they haven't made it to uh, a flipping fun or whatever, or or if they just want to go again, because I know Josh is always going right. to be bringing on a, another you know quality uh, keynote kind of speaker, or whatever like that, uh, that that ought to be really nice or whatever. Um, you know, but uh, October, I think like mid October, 16th, 17th, or something like that. So I'm looking forward to that as well. You know, so perfect, sure. perfect. Well, thanks, Mike, again for for coming on board. I, I greatly appreciate it, and, and just really kind of inspiring us all, and, and for telling me the story once again because I love hearing it. Sure. So, sure, man. So, sure. Hey, if you want to learn want to learn more about Strategic Real Estate Coach and download a free report on 55 simple and powerful strategies that find killer real estate investments, you can visit our podcast site at ShrekRadio.com. That's S-R-E-C radio.com. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher for that Android system if you got that for any new episodes every week on Wednesdays. And finally, please leave us a five-star rating and let us know how we're doing. But leave us a review as well. Tell me what you want to hear more, what you didn't like, or whatever you want to know. So that's the best way to say thanks for this free comment. So visit this content. So visit us again, please, at ShrekRadio.com. Mike, thanks again. I greatly appreciate listening, and we'll talk to you guys on the next podcast. So long. Sounds Sounds great, brother. All right, Kyle. You were just listening to Strategic Real Estate Coach Radio, hosted by Josh Cantwell and Kyle Gariffo. Leave a comment on our iTunes channel and let us know what you want to learn next, who you would like us to interview, or if you just want to share some of your success stories in real estate. And maybe we'll talk about it on our next show. While you're there, give us a five-star rating and make sure you subscribe so you can be the first to hear new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Josh Cantwell and Strategic Real Estate Coach on Facebook and Twitter. Check out all our awesome free training videos at youtube.com forward slash SREC video. If you want to find out 55 simple and powerful ways to find killer real estate investments, go to 55simpleways.com forward slash podcast right now to download our free report and get a ton of free resources on finding properties and funding properties. And stay up to date on what's happening right now in the real estate industry. That's 55simpleways.com forward slash podcast. Podcast. Thanks for listening.